Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Enoch placed his faith in the one in whom he believed. That's a good way to to kind of hold on to that. Enoch put his faith in the God he believed in. But it's two separate things. I believe you're there. I believe you're good. Therefore, I will trust you. It's possible to believe God is real and know a lot about Him, but not really trust Him. In today's edition of Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert shares that Enoch knew God and trusted Him. Enoch allowed what he knew about God to be planted in his heart. That trust will also keep you firmly rooted during every storm of life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 8 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You know, we get all freaked out because we, we think that, you know, God, because he's all powerful and so nothing bad can happen to me. That is such bad theology. Bad things do happen to us. And sometimes God himself sends those bad things because we need to grow up. We need a struggle. We need a fight. We need some distress in order to be spiritually healthy people. Sometimes we need those things. Sometimes what we look at and say it's bad, it's ugly, it's awful, God looks at it and says, that's a blessing. Just you wait. You'll thank me for this before we're done. Biblical faith. Trusting God. Trusting his goodness. Trusting in his character. So many people acknowledge God's power without actually putting their faith in him. They're they're afraid of hell, but they refuse to trust God today. And that's what James said confronted. Faith in God will be visible through the fruit that it produces. You'll be able to see it in a person's life. The lifestyle, the activities that faith generates in a life, other people can see. And that's why James says, show me your faith without works. That's like, how are you going to do that? It's impossible. It's impossible. Faith, if it's genuine, is going to be evident. It's going to generate some stuff, some attitudes, some action. It's going to generate some stuff. And listen, it'll generate more than just showing up at church on a rainy Sunday. Sorry. 
Hebrews 11, 5 and 6, By faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I've told you before, there's your biblical definition of faith. There's your biblical definition of faith. One who comes to God believing that he exists and that he's good, absolutely good. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It's a belief not only in his, in his existence, but it's a, it's, a, it's a deeply held conviction, a belief that his nature, his character are reliable. They're good. Enoch diligently sought God, and he was rewarded because he believed not only in the existence and authority of God, but also in the absolute goodness of God's nature and character. So Enoch placed his faith in the one in whom he believed. That's a good way to to kind of hold on to that. Enoch put his faith in the God he believed in. But it's two separate things. I believe you're there, and I believe you're good, therefore I will trust you. Second thing that we should notice here is that Jesus didn't have to go searching for the demons. You know, when I was a young Christian, and it's funny, I read here recently about, you know, somebody was talking about the fact that, you know, we need to, more churches should have deliverance ministries. No, I disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. It's a wrong focus. Deliverance ministries, so-called, have a wrong focus. The whole focus is on Demons and the devil, focus on Jesus, and the demons will come to you. You don't have to go looking for them. They came and sought him out. I I believe these two men wanted to be free. They wanted to be free. They came out of those caves because the Son of God had just landed on, quote-unquote, their territory. These men wanted to be free. Now, that's important because it's not always the case, right? I mean, all over South Florida, you see these little shops. There's one right up the street here where somebody will read your palm or read the cards or tell your future, all this kind of junk. And sometimes people will say to me, oh, but that's not real. Yes, it is real. It's wicked is what it is. It's dangerous and demonic. It's real. And the Bible says you need to stay away from those people. Stay away from that stuff. It's dangerous. And there are many more in South Florida who train and encourage people to get in touch with their spirit guides. Many, many years ago, a, a young lady, we were, when we were meeting on uh, Washington Avenue down at Lincoln Road, a young woman came in on a, on a Sunday, a late service on Sunday. She's freaking out. And she was one of, you know, just temperamentally, she was normally a very quiet, reserved, shy young lady, and that Sunday she came in the door almost hysterical. I mean, she was really upset, and she she had a a piece of paper in her hand that she's waving, somebody's got to do something, somebody's got to do something, this preacher, and she she tells me, and the the guy's no longer there, he's been gone a long time, but 
he was the, the pastor of the community church on Lincoln Road that he had preached on how easily he could teach children to read other people's spiritual aura. And he did a, he did a Sunday, Sunday sermon where he read a couple of scriptures. She had the transcript. The piece of paper she was waving around was the transcript of the sermon because he printed it in the, sunny, in, the, in the Sunday bulletin that they handed out. So I read it for myself. I mean, I'm looking at it, and he, in the sermon, he's talking about spirit guides and reading the spiritual aura of other people. So it's like they read two scriptures, you know, from, from the Bible, and then he threw the Bible out, and he's teaching witchcraft on Sunday morning and calling it Christianity. There are people out there who are perfectly happy to consort with demons because the demons enable them to deceive people and take their money. In Luke 11, verse 24, Jesus warned us, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest, and finding none, he says, I'll return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. See, that's why I say it's important that people want to be free. Just because a Christian has the authority to cast a demon or demons out of an individual doesn't necessarily mean they should. We had a guy back, you know, when we were meeting in South Beach, that he would come on a regular basis. He would come in, and I say regular basis. What I mean by that is a couple of two or three times a year he would show up and be disruptive. And one day he's sitting right in the middle, and he stands up and just starts talking about if somebody don't buy me a hamburger, I'm going to have to hurt somebody. In the middle of my sermon. You know, so a couple of the guys took him out and bought him a hamburger, tried to minister to him. But, but after, he, he, he said, you know, he said, I, I have six friends inside me that help me. And I'm like, wait, what? Six friends? I said, you're happy about them being there? Oh, yeah, they helped me a lot. Like, okay. He didn't want them gone. He enjoyed his demons. Do you understand? There's a lot we don't understand about the demonic realm. The first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details His birth and life, His ministry, and then His death. But it also tells you that He rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, He's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listened to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter, too. 
There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com to learn more. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in for Main Thing Radio.